Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection now 65% off. Plus, Macy Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode 112, I believe, at this point. Larry here. And Anthony here. We're going to need more specific today on Anthony. Anthony is physically here <laughs> in Parsippany, New Jersey. Yes, Anthony is finally flown in from Los Angeles, California, um, which is very cool. You're in for your birthday. I am. Which is going to be exciting. Sure. And we may do a birthday show tomorrow that he doesn't know about. We will not. What? <laughs> Well, I, I may need to do one if you're not going to be here next week. Uh, I, I won't be. I won't be at the birthday tomorrow. That's fair enough. Um, so Anthony is one of one, two, three, four, five of them that are eventually going to be at the table today. That is very, wait, everybody else is named Anthony. Yeah, but everyone except Pete. Okay. And Tony. Okay. So so there are going to be five Anthony's here at some point. Pretty much. That's great. And we have this week from the Yin and the Yang podcast. Hey yo. It is I, Anthony Chu. Okay, there we go. And that's Anthony Chu. <laughs> What's going on, Anthony? What's up, everybody? <laughs> it's great to be back. Okay, very Always good. great to be back at the uh, Retro Gamers Podcast, yes. the mothership, the flagship show of the more of the same network family of podcasts. Oh, Absolutely. that's funny because I, I, heard, you, I heard you say uh, other things on your show about us. I, I say that my show is the garbage time show of the entire network. Oh, man, that's a great slogan. Wow. It's true. It is not. It's Stop damn it. true. Stop it. It is not true. You, Stop you, it. You run a very good podcast. It's extremely informative. I like it when you talk about health and wellness because, you know what, people, some people out there need that, uh, need that positive reinforcement and need that information in order to become uh, better, well, healthier people. You know, we've been really getting a lot of good positive feedback for that, so it's greatly appreciated to hear, man. And we, you know, we on the other side, we, uh, you know, we promote being fat and lazy. So you, you know, you sit on your ass and play video games at home. Our logo is we haven't seen the sun since 1986. Exactly. Our slogan, excuse me. Yes. There Tag you go. Line. Tagline. Whatever. I like that. That's I'm very tired. That's a very good one. Exactly. So you know, um, you know, our shows promote different things. We Absolutely. Want you, we, you know, we want you to gain weight <laughs> and never see the sun. I just want you to achieve your goals. There it's you as go. simple as that. Your Whether you gain or lose weight, like getting to the end level. There exactly. you go. It's all about getting to the end level so you can see the credits that are two seconds long the, and eight big games. My end level may be a little shorter than everyone else's at the table, but we'll figure that one out. <laughs> um, you know what? There's always time <laughs> until there's not. So we are here in Parsippany, New Jersey. We're actually, well, technically I don't know if this is Parsippany, but we're at uh, B-Dubs. We just came from Chiller Theater, uh, October 2018, and by God, it was probably one of the greatest shows I've ever been to. Uh, if that was one of the greatest shows you've ever been to, I hate to see what the bad ones were. I'm telling you, we're going to talk about it in a little while. Um, but So this is going to be a little bit of a, I'm not going to say a special edition, but we're going to talk about Chiller Theater. We did see some stuff gaming-wise at Chiller. Um, but first, uh, for an alum of Chiller, and uh, Yin and Yang, Anthony. Yes, sir. Um, what do you think of the show? What do you think of today's endeavor? Well, I survived being nearly killed. By a WWE Hall of Famer. Which is amazing. I got to actually, really, it was just, the whole point of it was to hang out with you guys. And for me, that's all that matters. You know, oh, because. That's so sweet. Well, well, you two haven't seen each other in how long? I know. Feeling's not mutual, but, you know. It, it has. And uh, <laughs> being greeted by, uh, by Anthony as Slim, that is a very, very good thing, you know? I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I disagree completely, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep, yep. Boys are back. You know when you have that one friend you cannot talk to for like long, years and years, and when you see him, you pick up right where you left off? Right, yep. exactly. This is the three of us. This yeah, is it. Exactly. <laughs> well, we talk every week. Larry, this is true. So, and we um, talk every week. We do. Right. But Anthony and I don't yes. talk every week. Maybe every other week. I'll get phone calls from him, and you know he wants my sage advice on things that I know nothing about. And I, and I and I offer Hollywood stock options. Yes, and I basically Google the answer for him. <laughs> yep, that that's that's a good one. So, um, so yeah, so um, no, it's it's great to be back home. It's great to see weather. Yeah, right. When you you arrived at a terrible time. Yeah, we're supposed. This is supposed to be the first nor'easter of the season. I don't even think it would be really a nor'easter. I mean, it was bad this morning, but it wasn't rain. Yeah, honestly, this is called rain. It wasn't a hundred percent terrible. uh, this morning. So trees aren't falling, branches are safe. That's Long Island. But you know what? It's it's nice to be home. It's nice to see weather. Um, You know, it's also nice to you know celebrate my birthday. Yes. Back, back where it all started. This is also your first Chiller Theater, am I correct, Aunt? No, 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 no. I, this version. This version of Chiller Theater. I used to go to Chiller Theater when it was specifically a horror movie convention and that they would have panels for upcoming horror oh. films. We went that one time. Yeah, we I went that we one went. time. That's, why, that's the first time then when I saw Virgil set up outside yes. of the venue <laughs> illegally. Yep, we went. Um, uh, actually, this was back in like the early 2000s, I want to say, because um, it was when. It was. Uh, they had panels for Darkness Falls because I met Emma Caulfield from uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, who played Anya. My I thought character. we went in that like the late nineties. I thought we went. Maybe it's late nineties. Um, and it was all. They also had the cast of Final Destination Two. Oh, and okay. We got autographs for that one. Oh, okay. Which included Ali Lauder. Also, ah, yes. Oh, I'm, also I'm jealous now. So yeah, so yeah, so I went to Chili Theater a long, long time ago before they changed the format. This format is definitely more nostalgia driven. It's, yes, it's not so much panels as it is about like meet like for example meet the cast of the Love Boat, which makes no sense for a convention called Chiller Theater. D- this is true. Yeah, it's very non-chiller, uh, but well, they do have panels. To be honest with you, just do. not you know remembering George Romero was today. Uh, British horror invasion was a panel. Italian horror invasion. Yes. Then they had rock and roll. So they did have stuff. They had a panel about remembering George Romero? Yeah. It was uh, 1.40 p.m. today. I didn't realize that. Oh. Yep. I would have loved it's to have gone to right that. Now. Oh. And everyone else is going. on their way. Exactly. Okay, great. But um, so anyway, um, to circle back, I thought what we can do right now before the rest of our guests yes. get here. Yes. Um, we'll hold off on the rest of the Chiller Theater yep. talk. Um, and I thought since this episode is dropping the day before Halloween... And the day that, uh, actually, the day I will be stepping on a plane and going to China. Yeah, you're picking right up where, where you left off, I'm supposed going, to go. I'm going from New York to China. Uh, it should be interesting. Any advice? You know what? what? The best piece of advice I can give you is that since it's such a crowded place and there's really no personal space involved over there, just be very wary of your wallet and passport uh, and your IDs and stuff. Don't extended. do anything. And they're sanitary. Uh, their sanitary conditions oh, there, here. like, is not exactly up to par with the Western world. Even though it's a very advanced society, so I'm not going. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to go, right? Because you have work, don't you? No, I gotta go for work. That's okay. I don't plan on leaving the Hilton. Polka Gaitao. It ain't. It ain't it uh, right. Japan. <laughs> no, it definitely isn't. And I, and I, and Hashtag racism. Hashtag <laughs> racism. Oh, I'm sorry. What, 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 I, was right, I so thinking out loud again? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, as I was trying to say before... Yes, let's we, get into it. Yes, before we, um, before we talk about children, Halloween is upon us. Tomorrow's Halloween. And I know on last week's episode, we talked a little bit about Halloween. Yes, we did. That was one of the best moments ever. As, we compare, as I compared the Halloween franchise to Kingdom Hearts. It was weird. <laughs> awesome. But and it so, worked. Right, but since tomorrow's Halloween, um, I thought it would be a cool idea to talk about video games that scared us. Yes. Whether as kids, adults, whatever. But yep. video games, that scared us. Mm. They don't necessarily have to be horror-themed games. We've talked about horror-themed games before on the show. But um, I think games that scared us is a good topic. I think so. And I can tell right off the bat, the one that always jumps to mind for me was it was on the GameCube, the, the remake of Resident Evil on the GameCube. Now, the original Resident Evil was creepy. Yes. Especially because it was live-action cutscenes yes. and live-action opening sequence. Um, and to see that full motion of, of, of the zombie dogs and, you know, the, with the helicopter crash and all this stuff. And then, you know, the eeriness of walking the mansion. 
But with the Resident Evil remake on GameCube, now obviously they jacked up the graphics, which worked in the fear factor. Because I remember playing that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this legitimately. I'm turning the lights off. I'm, I'm, I'm getting you know, sensory deprivation, and let's play this game. And you're walking down the hall, and a pebble comes through the window, and I dang near had to clean my pants. I was so scared. From it, a pebble? Yeah. No, it scared the hell out of me. That's awesome. I mean, and I, I don't think I played it again since. <laughs> I put it down and called it a day. Um, I remember that one, that one freaked me out. Yep. Um, I, and sticking to the Resident Evil theme, I remember when I bought Resident Evil when it first came out on Sony PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, uh, if Sony is listening, if Resident Evil isn't on your PlayStation Classic, don't even bother releasing it because it's not worth the money. <laughs> Just putting that out there right now. Fair enough. Um, anyway, so Resident Evil on Sony PlayStation. I bought it when it first came out back in 96, if I remember correctly. And I just remember, now granted, it was it was all polygon awesomeness, you know. Oh, and it was, it was definitely up to par. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, I mean, back then, you know. Breaking, oh, back then, yeah. You know, the, the graphics were amazing. It was 3D. Yep. Uh, but I still remember playing as Jill Valentine mm-hmm. and entering that one hallway where the dog crashes through the window. Yes. And I was like, I remember, because I did the same thing. I did it with the lights off because I'm like, okay, this should be really cool. <laughs> I was like, I remember jumping up on my, like jumping on my bed. Literally, <laughs> like I jumped out of my seat. I was like, it totally, it, it totally caught me by surprise. <laughs> and then from that moment on, obviously, I was all in for that game. I think yeah. it was amazing start to finish. But I do remember that specific moment scaring the crap out of me. <laughs> and then there was another moment that follows um, right after that when you see the first zombie. Okay, uh, yes. You see the zombie for the first time. It's chewing on uh, a body. Yep. And then they do a close-up of it. And as you it slowly, hear that as noise, it slowly too. slowly turns its head yep. to look at you. Totally creepy. Really eerie. Straight out of a horror movie. Yeah. Um, definitely just awesome, scary moment in video game. I find that one of the video games that really freaked me out was the one, I think it was on Sega CD. The uh, uh, the one with the came on Sega Dana CD Pluto. Oh, Dana Pl- Nitro? Pluto? Nitro? That's it. Nitro. Nitro. No, I can see that when you first played it. When, I mean, now it's campy. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, yes, but I'm saying You're for good. its time and at its time, it's just that nobody's at has ever really uh, experienced almost like a quote-unquote Live type of graphic, or, or how? What's the best way I know to describe this video? So game? with Nitrap, full motion video, not even F, not even full motion. I think the fact that it's happening in real time. Yes, that's that's, like, okay. Real time. That's that's the what only it is. game that comes to that. Which actually another one that's scary: Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes, yes. Five Nights at Freddy's plays the same way. Yes, yes, And yes. I tried playing that once. And again, I was not playing that because you have to keep jumping from camera to yes. camera, and things are happening all the time. And every once in a while, you see that you know a bear kind of quickly run past a camera, and you're like, "What the hell was that?" Yep. But Night Trap also did that. Also, that sense of urgency, because it doesn't have to be maybe at, like horror. Even the sense of urgency is kind of can be terrifying like that. Well, yeah, it's the tension. It's, Exa- it just yeah. builds tension. You have, you, know, to be, like, you have to constantly be on right, right, right. Like the Saw movies can be kind of horror, but it's not supernatural. Right. Yeah. Um, any other games that probably would have completely freaked you out? The other, honestly, I would. I really would agree with you guys as far as Resident Evil. The original Resident Evil was just something that nobody's ever experienced at that time, and just the, like like the the zombies were creepy, man. I mean, I, I'm all about zombie anything, but that was just really tried and true. The slow moving, very hard to beat, especially in numbers and packs. Yep. Um, do you, I don't remember the major difference between Resident Evil and Resident Evil Director's Cut. Um, I could not tell you. Okay, either. fair enough. Was it gorier? Uh, I think there was more cutscenes no, or something, I think, or I think they added cut scenes. Oh, and like there was more to the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I can understand that. Um, Silent Hill. Another one. I mean, I know we're going to be talking about really. It's kind of like, duh, these are scary, but that's what they were. And when they first came out, we didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Silent Hill was another one, um, especially because like in a majority of the game, you're walking through this really weird fog, and it's more the limitations that caused that. They just couldn't render the 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 city. Yeah, they couldn't render the city, so they did the fog. Yeah, fog, and you know what? The fog added just added to the tension of that game because you honestly did not know what was going to come at you. And the Silent Hill series, I got you. Got to give them credit for some of the most um, innovative. Um, uh, monsters that you face. Oh like yeah, creepy pyramid heads, oh, creepy nurses, and like they really did a good job with their monster creation. 
Let me ask you a question. I know you're more familiar with these games than I am. Clock Tower, Seventh oh, yeah. Guest. How were those, like, the first go-around? Seventh Guest, uh, I will say, Seventh Guest, which was one of my, you know, I talk about that game all yeah. the time. And that game was more, it, 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 I guess it kind of, you categorize those as, like, uh, adventure games. Okay. They're like a first-person adventure game where you go around, you're going around the house, and you're trying to find the puzzles yeah. that you have to solve. And then when you solve the puzzle, you get a cutscene. Okay. And the cutscene was basically telling you the story of what happened about these six guests who entered the house and all, you know, died. Yeah. Um, so that one was actually more, I mean, it was, a, it was a little more macabre and creepy. I don't know if it was necessarily scary. Gotcha. Do me a favor, look up macabre. Look up what? <laughs> macabre. Macabre? <laughs> macabre. Um, so that was a uh, seventh guess. And then um, with. I'm uh, kidding, you don't have to look up macabre. With Clock Tower, Clock Tower was actually more <laughs> of a. Clock Tower was also like a point and click adventure game, okay. kind of like Maniac Mansion. With a slasher twist to it, so there was a there was a villain called Scissor Man who would show up, yes. and you had to run and hide or fight back and get away from him. So it was kind of a cool um, it was a cool concept for a game. They were actually going to make a similar game based on the Scream movies, like Clock really, Tower. but yeah, but it never happened. Oh man, yeah, they were planning. Oh, that would have been while. interesting. I was, yeah, I was really excited about that too, and that never came out. Um, so. and. Uh, yeah, yin sure. and yang, Ant. Uh, this is going to be tough, especially <laughs> when everyone else shows up. Um, like, what do you feel, like, of these horror genres, um, like, what would you say really gives the scare? Those, like, jump scares, the tension, the atmosphere? Is it just the goriness could be scary? Because I feel like we're, with us at least, you know, growing up, we've all known each other for at least 25 years. Right. right Two of yes. you longer. Sure. With each other. Um, I think we've all been so desensitized to gore because growing up, we all watched. Well, you guys made me watch horror. Yes, and um, I'm still not into. <laughs> I'm still not into the genre. No, we like giving you nightmares. <laughs> um, so I think the gore, and then you became a nightmare. Wow, thank you. Guess whose show's getting canceled? An, an, an American um, nightmare. <laughs> well, I'd expect that. I expect that the cancellation notice so, anytime soon. What do you think would make, like, maybe not the gore factor, but what do you think is best would make for a horror game? The atmosphere, the eeriness, the silence? Here, here's, here's what separates the modern-day horror video games compared to, you know, the Even retro. real quick, to go back to Haunted House on, on Atari. Oh, yeah. You know, that was creepy in itself. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of it is the the developers who created these games had a sophisticated way, or you could always even call it an art form, of giving you either an element of surprise, giving you something that's a, that's a twist, giving you something that builds up. You know, we, we live in a very results-oriented, driven, you know, world where we expect things almost immediately back in these times what makes classic movies and ho- and video games that are scary is that there's a build up involved there's a sophisticated way of telling a storyline and then adding little intricate details that make it very important that's why these are classics and, and, and that's why these video games are as scary as they are nowadays when you play something and I, I'm not saying I'm against modern day video games but it's a you expect the gore. We're, again, going back to what you were saying, we're desensitized. So I think that the way it is now is that we just expect the gore. We just expect the horror to come out. Now it's like let's scare us by giving us something that is so like uh, you know, graphics have to be great and, and insane and, and they have to be over the top. You know. Well, I'm going to say this, and I know we obviously our whole niche here is with the retro, with classic games. But nowadays, to, to your point, and, and tell me if you agree, uh, L.A., um, like with the games what, what today. Are we going, uh, we're going, we're going to have uh, to go Zombieland, Zombieland now? yeah. Um, the games today, like with the Resident Evil 2 remake, do you think they can scare again based on kind of what, what he was saying as far as we probably got to the point of desensitizing? We're expecting stuff to happen. Do you think they can scare us like in a game like that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you think about it. Um, horror movies, just to go with horror movies, horror movies these days are always trying to find new ways to scare us, and they succeed. Some succeed, some fail. Um, and I feel the same way with video games. There's always a way to, there's always a way to, to scare your audience, and you just gotta, you just gotta know exactly when. Because, you know, when you're sitting there and you're anticipating something coming, all right, I'm walking by this door that's mysteriously closed and won't open. 
right, if I'm sitting there in the audience, I'm expecting that door to open and somebody to come out and attack you, right? Yeah. I was like, so what's the what's the natural thing to do? You don't go by the door. You go with the you don't go by the door. You go with the you go with the window. Yeah. You know, you go with something like that. So it really is just being able to take take people's expectations, turn it on their head, yeah. so that they can scare you. And it's entirely possible to do that in a video game. Yeah. So video games today can absolutely succeed in doing that. And I'm curious to see what they change in Resident Evil 2 in order to achieve that. And what I want to say is this. With stuff like that nowadays, how you get the scare? Virtual reality. Oh, okay. I've tried a couple demos in VR, and they scared the hell out of me. I mean, terrified me. Well, but that's so. but okay. That's now, all right. Come on, do you chalk that up gonna, as gonna, as we, the we evolutionary? Right. No, not at all. Here, here's the thing, though. The, the question that I have is that: Do you just chalk that up to just the evolutionary process that's a result of technology? Because I mean, is it really as scary as let's say? I know it's two different time periods, but is it? Can you really just chalk it up to technology just being at its best, as opposed to? <laughs> Uh, you know, going back in time and being scared in a, in a different manner. Is it just evolution? I think something like that, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things. I mean, as time goes on as it, and as um, graphics get more advanced and gameplay gets more involved, it's just naturally going to, you know, you got to up the stakes. Otherwise, it's not going to be interesting to anybody. So. All right, four tenders. Uh, who's got it? Oh, that was you. Oh, they're okay. ordering food already. Isn't that interesting? Nah, it's kind of going in the middle. Well, on my show, we emphasize eating healthy. Oh, enchilada and pumpkin. And there's right. a size of, side of fries uh, here. I don't know which one's pumpkin. There's chicken tenders. Good right grief. Here. But I'm going to do a cheap plug while these guys are uh, just getting their their food. Pretty much on uh, this side of the table for say, now. That, um, Do you know which one's the we pumpkin? emphasize working out, um, eating right on the Yin oh. and the Yang podcast that drops oh, every Friday. Thank you. So, you retro gamer fans uh, uh, out there, please by all means just come on over to the show um, because we it would be great. It would really be great. All right, so we're going to take a pause here for a moment for you. It's only going to be a second as we get everything in order here because the rest of the Anthony's have all showed up, and we're going to see what we do. So we'll be right back. Okay, so we're back here on the Retro Gamers, and we have four, though I'm sure you're going to hear from a few of them, uh, very special guests. I'm just going to make this easy. Everyone's named Anthony. Even Pete's going to be named Anthony in this one. <laughs> so we, um, but everyone, if you want to say hi, you know, Pete, how you doing? Hello, America. <laughs> yes, I, hello, world. Hello, world. <laughs> Anthony, no, okay, Anthony doesn't want to be on it. That's all right. Lovable Loki. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Nice, I like it. I and then my good friend, Tony. Hello, everyone. I'm Anthony's dad. <laughs> I have a father. So You're not 50 years old. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> So we all just came from Chiller Theater, and um, these are the guys I usually end up rolling with to Chiller for the longest time. Um, just your thoughts on what you saw today at Chiller. What do you think of today's show? And kind of what are some of the highlights that you kind of ran into? I'll, I'll start with... Uh, with Anthony here, old lovable hmm. Loki. Put me on the spot like that. Um, I don't know. I think my favorite part was uh, meeting probably the actor who played Michael Myers because okay. he was great. Nice from the old, first Halloween, right? From the first Halloween. Okay. Yeah, he fell out of the building at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. So. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you haven't watched Halloween there, there were, yet. There were multiple 40 years ago, actors Larry. who played Michael Myers <laughs> in the first one. That out. So he's the one who took the fall. Fair enough. Gotcha. He did all the hard work. Oh, so. Okay. Took all the licks. Uh, <laughs> I guess put me on the spot like that. Uh, the pop. What do you? Who did you get signed on the pop besides? Oh well, I got Michael Myers, of course, signed, yeah. and then I got PJ Souls, who plays the victim who got choked out by Michael Myers. Okay. Because she wanted a beer. So. Very cool. Yeah, that was great. But yeah, she's um, 
she was great. And then also, I think Michael Myers started to fo- photobomb me when I had a photo with her. So, <laughs> and of course, it wasn't in the photo, so it makes sums up my life right now. So. Yeah. Awesome photobomb by a legend. It was, yeah. <laughs> Pete, how about you? What'd you uh, What'd you see? Oh, it was, I you know I, I'll say when 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 we were going over the guest list, as you know, and it builds over the months. They threw two of the Ramones in there. They were not original members, but they had CJ, who's one of the bass players, and Richard Ramones, who's one of the drummers. Um, I have a daughter that plays the bass, so um, my highlight was I met CJ Ramone, and um, he was, uh, when the Ramones were guests on The Simpsons, he had the great line after they sang Happy Birthday to Mr. Burns. He's the one that said, go to hell, you old bastard. I love that. So I um, hey, I think they like us. <laughs> Have the Rolling Stones killed? That's 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 the passage. So um, I got him to sign. Go to hell. yeah. Go at this table, guess who used to work at Fox and have a lot of stuff. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look, 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection, now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look, 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection, now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. The Simpsons. Oh yeah, isn't that right? Yeah, that was correct. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't work there anymore. And you got to work at Nakatomi Plaza. And well, I got to work at Nakatomi Plaza. The cl- crown, as Crossing the Clown would say, "Yeah, but it was Fox." <laughs> I tend to agree. But uh, so anyway, so so meeting a couple of the Ramones. Uh, Richie signed a couple of drumsticks he gave to us. C.J. Ramon sent a beautiful autograph on my daughter's face. That was face. nice. Yeah, that was a nice. It came out really nice. So that's and and uh, Anthony, not my son Anthony, who's sitting here yeah. really talking up a storm. Dad, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the 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 other the Loki Anthony, he took some great pictures. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. That, yeah, actually, yeah, you, nice you, you do have to send them to me though. I mean, I know they <laughs> I exist. I might forget but, though. Yeah, well, that, that's why I'm memorializing it here no, we're going in to. perpetuity. <laughs> so, so there was and I and we. My son Anthony and me, we met PJ Souls also. Super engaging. Gave us a big hug when we left. Uh, she was in Rock and Roll High School, which was a Ramones movie made by yep. Roger Corman. And um, so, so, and you know, I've always been a fan, so that was like really huge for me. But there were so many other people there that, um, well, like we met Carmen Electra. Of course, that was, uh, a, boy, a did we ever. Super build up. And uh, there's, they had all these um, rules that you could go into later about what she couldn't sign. Well, I mean, there was only really two rules. I mean, with Carmen Electra, who basically became famous with her multiple appearances in Playboy, which were all very tactful, very nice. Tastefully done. Yes, and then she was on Baywatch. But she would not sign any nude photos nor Playboys. Then all why right. would she take them, then? I, I mean, I guess it's just years later, I guess. You know what I mean? There was a guy online. He said to us, what has she got to hide? Like, <laughs> yeah, and we're like, well, I don't think it's and, and nothing. The Shame. <laughs> Shame. Her relationship with her father. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with her and the guy in front of us had this. How big would you say that, that picture was? He, uh, oh, that thing was It was bigger than 16 by 20. It was big. Yeah. All right. And as we had the food. Yeah. We got the food being delivered, so as that's being happening. Um, and so we had this gorgeous, it was one of her layouts, and yes, it was a little revealing. And unfortunately, and even her herself, um, Carmen Electra even said, hey, you know, this is a, this is a really nice-looking piece of art. It was very tasteful. But unfortunately, done. her handler or whatever just would not let her sign it. And it stinks, because it was a really, really nice piece of work. Thank you. I'll tell you this. Um, I'd hang it in my den. No, it was no, it was really, really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was put off to the side, and she would not sign it. Yeah. So uh, that's not, you know, I, I don't know. We never found out why. Yeah. So 
But that was, and then even like meeting Carmen Electra, she was like, "Hi, how are you? Oh, thank you for being a fan." Like she was aloof, almost like when we met Tara Reid. Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't aloof. She was, I was a goof. Say, how high was Tara? Reed? Tara was. I don't know what she was on. To be honest with you, she was on Pluto. Yeah, it was. It was weird. Um, but and with so the, the Ramones. I was in the room with the Ramones. Yes, so that was very cool. Yeah. Um, then we were there with Carmen Electra. I myself got autograph, uh, autograph with Carolyn Monroe from Star Crash, which is featured on Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand, the season eleven. That's where I found it. Uh, I'm never going to remember Wilmington. Gillette, I think his name is. Yeah, Gillette. Gillette. All right, I was Wolf. Wilmington Gillette. Can I get, a, can I get another Coke? Pepsi. Whatever. Um, got him to sign a pop vinyl of um, Jason. Uh, the, yeah, Jason. Uh, he played Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th Part 2. And if you saw on his uh, billboard in the back, it was the Jason who makes his first kill. So he's the first kill of Jason. Oh yes, that is true. He does have he does have them. There was no Jason in part one. This is very true. And with Jason, what I did was I, I brought with me uh, a, a pop. If you need to put the mics down while you're eating, go right ahead. Don't worry about it. just on your lap or on the table, whatever. It don't matter. Um, with I brought my pop vinyl. I brought a the eight bit Jason pop vinyl from the NES game because uh, I figure. And if you know me, and you know me as well, I'm very much a stickler. If you're not related to this item I'm having you to sign. I don't want you to sign it. And as it was pointed out to me, the Jason from the Nintendo was from Part 3. Correct. So then that bugged me. But I'm like, you know what? I'm here. I have it. Let's do it. But he had the correct pop from Part 2 with the with the thing. Thank you. That's mine. So I ended up being happy in the end. What do you need? Anybody need anything? Oh, good. Okay. Um, so in the end, that was pretty good. Uh, what else did I get autographed? Um, I, I thought that was it for your autograph. Wilmington, um, Carolyn Monroe. Oh, the Kittner boy from Joy's. What you left out was, was poorly sure. Looked like he hasn't uh, taken a shower since like Veterans Day. Well, I didn't get his autograph with Paulie Shore, but yes, he looked. Yeah, he, yeah, I looked at him. He Paulie, looked so disheveled, and I Paulie Shore looked like he needed money. Oh, um, I thought he always needed money. <laughs> So um, I got the Kittner boy, and I remember I went up to him. I gave him the NES cartridge, um, and he's like, oh, this is, you know, cool game. Ah, you know, you play a game that I get killed in. And I didn't have a heart to tell him that the game is based on Jaws 4, not Jaws 1. I figured I'll let that one slide with him. By that point, his character had been dead for like 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> really? It had no point at that point. He might have forgotten. His yeah, mom's still looking has. for him. <laughs> so... So, um, but that was basically with the autographs. I didn't do a lot of photo ops, but there is one altercation I want to talk about right now. And you may want to, Pete, if you don't mind, you may want to give up that microphone for a moment. Um, so we get into a room, and Anthony here, Anthony Chu from the Yin and Yang podcast, met his idol, wrestling idol, Mr. Bob Backlund. Two-time WWE champion. Held the title for five years and then again for two years. Yes, I saw him. WWE Hall of Famer. 2013, Master Square Garden. And do you want to kind of walk us through this altercation? Okay, so... With a 60-something-year-old man? Sure. Now, bear in mind of something. He's an all... Mr. Bob Backlund's an All-American, right? Beat superstar... Legitimate All-American. Right, legitimate NCAA All-American. At the same time, he beat superstar Billy Graham, right, for the uh, WWF at that time. I don't time. know what that is. WWE Championship. No, no, WWF. That, that, this E stuff is garbage. Anyway, point being is that, as I was rudely interrupted by Larry, right, um, Mr. Backlund is just a huge influence. And I told him, I said, you're the reason why I entered WWE ring and... Uh, Meaning, excuse me, uh, meaning training in professional wrestling. And Mr. Backlund was like, well, I appreciate that. You know, Walter's a great trainer. He's a great guy and all that. So what happens, right? I want to take a photo, which is what I paid for. Now, Larry... Hey, well, hold on. He started talking to you at first. He started so talking to me, yes. Because then all of, a sudden he's starting to, all of a sudden he was doing a headstand in the middle of the room. No, 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 no. no. That was after. No, it wasn't. It was before... 
no, situation. No, no. What had happened was uh, I, I just wanted to take a regular photo just standing, right? And all of a sudden, what does Larry do? Right? He says one sentence that nearly got me killed today, which is? Put him in the chicken wing. Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is, all right, the cross-face chicken wing is a pro wrestling submission hold that has no, there's no counter for it. Well, not only that, it, it, I mean, look. It's a all, legitimate it, shoot it, it can, move. If you put it on for real, it's going to hurt. It yes. really does hurt. So it's a real legitimate shoot yeah. move that. Your arm your, goes behind your back. It like cranks this, your arm, your and shoulder, your and your back neck. The other way. Right. It, it can hurt. So real. it's like a twister. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I was like, wait a minute. And all of a sudden, Mr. Backlund applies all the cross. I see red in right. God Backlund's face. He grabs him by the arm, throws him into the move for real, and begins to drag him around. The room. I'm a now. Bear in mind of something. Screaming something. I don't know. I'm 210 pounds, and uh, I'm about five foot nine, five foot ten, and he is about my height, and he's a little slimmer than me. He's about like I think he's right now weighing around 202. Do you know what he was yelling when he had him in the chicken wing? And he was. I don't. There was another thing that he did later. And then he basically just. I mean, I I've never been thrown around like that ever. And that was pretty serious. Not even when I'm competing in martial arts. And uh, I think that the reason why he did apply that move on me is simply because I told him that I trained with Kill Kowalski uh, in his school of pro wrestling. So he knew who Walter was, and he applied it. And I, I that was the closest near-death experience I've ever had. He, that was a full-on assault. Yeah. And if it was anyone else, he could have been brought up on charges yeah. the way he attacked him. But being Anthony, being me, we'd be like, do it again. Here's you know, the like thing. At New York Comic Con. A couple years ago at New York Comic Con, we're at, at the Jacob Javits Center. And we're walking around, and in the, in the basement of the Javits, where they usually have a lot of the autographs, which is very echoey, was Greg the Hammer Valentine. And for those of you who remember Greg Valentine back in the 70s, the 80s, you know, and he has just this, his hands like the size of a, just a meat cleaver. And his, one of the moves, he would just, you know, chop you. So, but not like forward, like he would like slap down onto your chest. So I'm walking around the floor and all of a sudden I hear, ba-boom. It's like, what the hell was that? Ba-boom. People were paying Greg Valentine to 100% slap them in the chest. I mean, these guys were taking their shirts off and he was rearing back, not holding back and just boom. I was walking over to do this when they're like, sir, you cannot touch the guests. <laughs> you cannot attack <laughs> the guests. <laughs> it's like, damn, almost got it. So, and then all of a sudden, uh, then Anthony and Larry basically say, well, do you want to take just a regular picture? Yeah, so all of a sudden, take a normal out of nowhere, Mr. Backlund just screams out, we don't take regular pictures. He grabs him and, again right. and then just gets into the camera and starts screaming, we don't, can, can you pull that one up just yeah. real quick? Can you pull up? Yeah. So basically, uh, table. <laughs> what had happened was, uh, Congratulations, you're our biggest audience. The, the best <laughs> way to explain this in, in no, every no. sense of the word. Oh, no, that one, yeah. yeah that's the best way to explain this in every sense of the word was I literally thought he was just going to basically headlock me and pretty much choke me out or something. It was pretty scary. Oh, my God. But nevertheless, I mean, it was awesome. And it, the cross-faced chicken wing happened so quickly, in, I didn't in, even... In a blink of an I, eye. I didn't even know that and that's what your happened. face. Uh -huh. I go, put him in the chicken, because that's what he did to me. Yeah. Like, that's what he did to me. When I met Bob Backlund, he put me in the chicken wing, but he didn't drag me around. And the picture I have with Backlund, like, you see the shock and awe on my face. Because I'm like, what is happening right now? What is this person doing? And that's what happened with, with Anthony here. I go, put him in the chicken wing, and then he grabs it. And you just see Anthony be like, what? And then it's just, <laughs> it's just next thing you know. I, no, but you, can't, you can't say and, I wasn't trained well. I did no, sell no, it no, very no, well. I about selling it. I w honestly was, I thought I had to jump in. I honestly was gonna be like, okay, okay, jump in. I was enjoying every minute of it. I was gonna, I was, I was gonna sell it to TMZ, like WWE wrestler accosts fan at convention. Larry, <laughs> and he was wearing the Connors. Larry, I'm so. probably on somebody's YouTube right now. Kim right? Fields was I'm, sitting there going, 
what is happening right now? Because Tootie was in the same room. Yeah, they, 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 they put poor Tootie in there with the wrestlers. I'm, I'm sure she was completely confused. Here, here, here's the thing, right? Yeah. I'm sure that somebody recorded that on YouTube, and I'm probably some. It's gone viral, probably, I like, hope like so. Pete just said, right? Uh, earlier. And that was the best thing and I've then, ever witnessed at well, Comic Con. Yeah, or Chiller, excuse me, Chiller me, Theater. You were laughing the entire time. Oh, I lost it. Right? And at my expense, obviously. And well, if you were going to kill off the show and myself, this would have been the perfect time to do it, Larry. If you wanted to kill off oh, the yin and the yang, now, I have options now. Yeah, you see how, a new podcast. You see on how my much I, I'm loved in the more of the same network family of podcasts is that they would rather just <laughs> you know flatline me pretty much. Oh, but man. then I talked to him about. I asked him one last question, which was, you know, what is your workouts like? And he was trying to advertise like his uh, his this bench that he has. Yeah, he was selling a right? stool. Right, it's like a stool that you can work out. Box. Right, all it was was a stool. And basically, you know, what was interesting was he showed me that he could do a handstand. That's when he was oh, doing I the wish. handstand, Trust and I got that on on video. One, the handstand was, and that was just unbelievable stuff, how good he was. You know, they, right, I mean, cool. he's in amazing shape. He is. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, so that's that's that on that. Oh, actually, there's oh, one last thing. Right. I went back and I gave him a, uh, like a postcard of the Statue of Liberty, right? And he just says to me, in, and I said, I'm sorry to interrupt Mr. Backlund. He goes, do not exacerbate me, young <laughs> man. Do you not have the perspicacity to see words when he was a bad that guy. I am talking to one of the Poblians of society? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, here you go. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> and then, like, you know, he—I don't even think he recalled putting me in the in the move, but that's a different story. Well, no, I have a feeling he remembered, and he was going to go for round two if he didn't get out of there. He's going to put you in a figure. I want to pull Ondo off the pile drive you. Um, hey, Larry. Yes. For somebody who doesn't know anything about wrestling, I got two words and an opinion for Anthony. Yeah. Salino and Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to, for a moment, I want to bring him back just real quick to game because I want to kind of get an idea here. Um, Anyone who wants to chime in on this, don't worry about it. What is some of your favorite games? Like, like growing up, I mean, you're still growing up, but what is some of your favorite games to play? From all the way back when you were a kid when the Wii U came out. So, like, two years ago, is that yeah. what you're trying to say? Okay. Um, I know, because I know you're big into Pokemon. Well, duh. well, yep. I love Pokemon growing up. Yep. I think, um, I have to say, personally, Yellow Version from Pokemon is, like, the greatest out of all okay. Pokemon games. Okay. Of course, but then for gaming, for Xbox, I have to say personally, Halo is the greatest. I've seen you play a lot that's of Halo, my, that's yeah. voice cracks, that's beautiful. But, um, <laughs> All right, Halo. Uh, I mostly played on, um, like, Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto. Okay. That was, that was like, it. Great I'd, games. I mean, I, I was a console guy. I wasn't no PC Master Race or anything like that. Oh, you're more PC? No, no, no. Oh, I, oh I'm sorry. I was a console guy. Oh, I would yeah, never. No, that's what. Yeah, we don't PC. really. We never really did much PC. We're not that big into PC gaming either. We were always console. Well, everybody goes for that because the graphics are better and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. But I'm all yeah, all console. Pete, anything from back in the day? Oh yeah, I, I, I had some games I used to remember. Ring and Run was big. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, liked it. My man. favorite game was um, Ultimate Alliance. You did talk a lot about Marvel I Ultimate loved Alliance. Was Ultimate Alliance. The second one, kind of weak, but the first one, I mean, I could never get to the Silver Surfer, so I just put the cheat codes in. Nice. <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those things. It was like a dream come true to like team. You have all these guys you can team up with. From the that, it Universe really was. was. Awesome. It 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 it, it uh, plugged into that wish fulfillment stuff, and uh, I also liked and I can't get it more. It's called um. There was originally Destroy All Monsters by Atari, and then they made yes. um. Uh, Godzilla Saved the Earth, yep. try to get a disc. My disc got scratched or something like that, and uh, I can't get one. But, you know, you come home from a, a hard day of work, you go into Tokyo, you step on a few buildings, it, t- it takes the edge off. I really it does liked something. doing no, the really Godzilla got, games. No, there's nothing like mass destruction to make <clears throat> yeah, you feel better. You pick up a building, you throw it in gears, you know, boom, he's down. Now, in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, did you ever play the games that came out before at X-Men Legends? Because that, that came out before Marvel Ultimate I, Alliance. I know. Yeah. You know what it is? I was, because I'm a little older. No, I'm not 50. A tad, but right? um, I'm a little older. But um, I, uh, I, Ultimate Alliance was like the first one that I that I plugged into. It was something like, it was like a, oh, when I bought my first Xbox 360, it came with it. Oh, perfect. That's how I got like, I didn't even pay oh, for it. Let me tell you, you got like the arcade version or whatever. Yeah, yeah and it came with Forza That's and awesome. that. And then like, I got so hooked on it when they would come out the second one, I put that what do I do? I pre-ordered it, so I was able to get Juggernaut. He's like a oh, really nice. excellent character. 
So, um, I, and, uh, you know, that, like, I, my wife would walk in. She's like, didn't, didn't you finish this? Didn't you, like, level no, out on this? Like, one. You know, I, I want to watch the news. Get off the TV. You should try that at that uh, X-Men Legends. Oh, that oh, plays okay. just like it, but it's more, well, X-Men. Well, it's all, yeah, it's all from the X-Men universe. And then the second one you play is the heroes and the villains from the X-Men universe. I got to tell really, you, really I, cool I, I like playing the villains sometimes. I, I, I like to, in Ultimate Alliance 2, I like to yep. use in Venom. No, it was the first one. Yep. Venom is good. And oh. then if you really want to get absurd, you go to the Lego Marvel superhero games. Which I was going to say, the new one's coming out that's all villains. Yeah. Lego Marvel superhero uh, villains. Super villain. yeah. Well, it's probably a commentary on society. I mean, look what's Don't going on. Don't start. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> look what's going about. on. You no, turn on the news. It makes, it's like watching Lego villains. Well, it's, I, like, it's like the Venom movie that just came out. People love the bad guy. Yeah. Is Mark Hamill playing... Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Is he playing the Joker in that game? Uh, in the villains game? Yeah. I don't think so. I just want to heard his voice. Oh, maybe it's him. I don't know. Yeah, like Whatever. Um, so, yeah, no, that's good stuff. And then, oh, yeah. Oh. I don't have anyone comments. <laughs> that's it. I spilled the salt. I threw it on my shoulder, but I dusted myself. So. Oh, right on, right on him. Way to go. Um, all righty. So, other than that, I think Chiller worked out well. The one thing I wanted to mention. I wanted to mention what I bought. Yeah, I was going to say. Now, you because there are some comic aficionados at the table. Oh, are there? Okay, good. So, yeah, so I went to Chiller Theater, wound up buying comic books and video games instead of instead of autographs because I'm not a big I'm not a big autograph guy. How apropos? Yeah, so I picked up some amazing Spider-Man uh, comics from my collection. So uh, I picked up four of those, going all the way back to number one twenty-eight, oh, which look is at really that. cool. Yeah, they were in great condition oh, too. So uh, I was very happy with that. Beautiful, uh, including the one where the Hobgoblin reveals himself. I don't know if you guys remember that issue. This That's is, 80s. Yeah, this is 80s. This is definitely 80s. I was from the 80s, this so I totally goes, remember that. Yeah, the rest that. of them are from the 70s and the 100s, which was really cool. Um, and That's then cool. video game-wise, because, of course, I'm not going to go anywhere without finding video games. Not at all. So for the Wii U, which I know is more of a current system, I picked up Mario Party 10. These Mar- I've always a big, been a big fan of Mario Party games, but now going all the way back. This is awesome. Uh, this is awesome. For the TurboGrafx-16. You weren't born yet. Um, Do you remember the TurboGrafx? You ever played the TurboGrafx? I don't think I was born yet. So the TurboGrafx-16, which came out in 1987, I believe, originally. 1987-88. But uh, there was a wrestling game called Battle Royale. Or Battle Royale. Um, and if you've never seen a TurboGrafx-16 game, that's what it looks like. So it's just a... It's, just a, it's a card. It's a slim card that you just... It looks like something from like a movie. Yeah, like looks more like, like what? It like, looks like something from like a movie, like when they won something, like the key to like, the yeah. next Yeah, exactly. Like, well, it's like, like, any player won. It looks like a yeah. game from Dreamscape. Oh, no, I was going to say it's like a key to the Holiday Inn or like a Hilton, you know, when they give <laughs> you the key. To, like, yeah, it's exactly what it looks like. So, But that's what those games look like. So pick oh, That's that cool, yeah. Yeah, and it's got, you know, the instruction book. That's cool. That's even better. So, uh, yeah, so that was what I got at uh, Chula Theater. Cool. I think the only thing I bought was the uh, the pop vinyl, technically. No. So, I think yeah, he's fine. I love how people just come and be like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> so, we're professional. All right, yeah. Anthony's got another comment, and it's a, yeah, you know, actually a, a constructive criticism. Go ahead, Sam. I don't have Yeah, Yeah, usually there's a guy at uh, that place who has knives and stuff. He wasn't there. That's yeah, he hasn't been there depressing. for a while. He, he probably got arrested. Yeah, but still, it's like... A neat piece of art that's been left out. It's just commentary on my parenting. My son's upset that the weapons guy is a bad son. Oh, well. Stop doing it now. Delivering them back. <laughs> it's only fun when you have weapons. He's that's a, that's his motto. Sent the bombs out. You never <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought this was not a political show. <laughs> and with that, no worry, I'm doing the editing. Don't worry. <laughs> the guy was from Florida, and he couldn't spell Florida. He Florida ended with an S or something like that. Yeah. All right. So, uh, but other than that, I think Chiller overall. Would you say Chiller was good? One of the better ones. Can't yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was nice. It was nice to fly three thousand miles just to go to this. Yeah, I'm glad. That's all. It's not like your birthday is tomorrow or anything. But how do you feel about the weather? Oh, <laughs> uh, the weather's fantastic. I don't get rain where I live. It's nice to see. All right, and uh, Ant Yin and Yang Ant. What do you think of the show? I, I just thought it was uh, it's probably the best show I've been in. Okay. It, of all the times I've been in. He, has a, he does I have think, a concussion. I, I think that's a concussion talking. Yeah. Well, I, I will look into Salino and Barnes. <laughs> they don't sue each other. Yeah. All right. So we're going we're gonna to start to wrap this up because we're getting ready uh, to wrap up our food. So first, let's uh, go around the table. Where can we find you, Loki? 
Sadly, you can find me on YouTube. No one watches me. But if you want to check me out, it's Lovable Loki. But also, I just want to let everyone know, I'm coming out with content. I'm calling it Loketober. So if you want to enjoy that, it's like I have vlogs, adventures. One actually being Chiller Theater from last year. So if you want to take a look at that. <laughs> Timing is everything. Yeah, everything. It took me a whole year to edit it. And then I got, like, gaming videos coming out from, like, from Halo to Destiny to Minecraft. So if you like that type of stuff, I recommend staying tuned and staying frosty. Absolutely. And we'll put the link up in the, in the thing for you, for your page. Sounds good. Absolutely. Pete, what are you doing? I got nothing really to promote. Uh, right. Tony was in a band called Mr. Glasscock. I understand the debut album will be released on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> the name of the album is Crystal Rooster. And uh, Anthony, where can we find you? Yin and the Yang podcast every Friday on the more of the same network family of podcasts. We drop every Friday. And where can we find you? You can find me in Los Angeles. <laughs> Normally. But uh, uh, Retro, Retro Gamers podcast is uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Retro Gamers podcast. You can uh, look, at us, look at us on YouTube now because we do video, even though we're not doing video this yeah, week. This week, no video. No video this week, but we're, you can find the Retro Gamers Podcast on YouTube. Uh, Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast. You can email us, email at theretrogamers.com. And uh, where the hell are we? Speak, uh, Spreaker, uh, Spotify, Spotify uh, YouTube, Amazon Alexa. Basically, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, just, just, just ask for us. We'll make it that easy. Everyone, thank you very much for finally being on the show, even those who didn't say too much, but that's okay. Still glad to happy to have you here. Uh, Ant, thank you very much for being here. And Ant, as always, it's glad to physically see you. And um, we're going to well, we'll see each other again tomorrow. Yeah, we will. Uh, I'd say we'd make a habit out of it, but I don't want to. That's yeah, a lot of flying for me. Um, and with that, well, actually, the next time me and Anthony are going to be in the same room will be uh, Thanksgiving week because I'll be in L.A. at that point. And uh, with that, we're going to wrap it up, everyone. Thank you for joining us, and you can catch us right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Turn quick stops for this and that into quick stops for cash back. With new Chase Freedom Flex, you'll earn 3% cash back at drugstores. Learn more at chasefreedom.com. Restrictions and limitations apply. Offer subject to change. Cars are issued by JP Morgan Chase Bank NA, member FDIC.